For months, I'd been driving to work each day feeling uplifted, like a man finally living his destiny. But the day after the investor turned us down, everything felt different. My drive felt depressing and the traffic unbearable. Our co-working office space, which I'd grown to love, no longer felt inviting. Even the usually cheerful office manager somehow didn't seem friendly anymore. I had been rejected. My dream had been rejected. And it hurts. Success no longer seemed like the sure outcome. In fact, it didn't seem probable or even plausible anymore. I started doubting my idea. The investor is an entrepreneurial veteran. If he thinks my company is not worth investing in, there must be some truth to it. I started doubting myself, too. Who do you think you are? Who told you that you were ordained to be a successful entrepreneur? You are living a childish dream. Welcome to reality, my friend. Startup success is for special geniuses like Bill Gates and Steve Jobs. You were just like everybody else, a wannabe. Then I started getting angry with myself. What the hell were you doing? How foolish were you, giving up a good job and diving headfirst into an unknown venture? I also felt sorry for Tracy, convinced that I had let her down and that she'd be so disappointed in me. You see how painful that was? Are you going to go through all that and get rejected again? No way. Finally, I started getting scared. Now what? What are your friends going to say? Your in-laws? They probably think you're irrational and an irresponsible husband and father. And maybe you are. The problem with insecurity is that you start feeling like everyone might reject you, even your closest loved ones. My first day back at the startup after the investor's rejection was dismal. When I got home that night, I felt compelled to apologize to Tracy. I told her I was sorry that I'd failed and that I was beginning to think that the startup life wasn't for me. I suggested that I might cut my losses and start looking for a new job a few weeks earlier than I'd planned so that we could get the income flowing again. When I finished talking, I looked at Tracy expecting her to walk over and hug me in sympathy. Instead, I got a wake-up call. I gave you six months. I didn't give you four, she said. You have two months left. Keep going and leave no regret. I was ready to give up, but Tracy had another idea. She was fired up, like a pissed-off quarterback who grabs the offensive lineman's face masks and screams into it after he gives up a sack. It was another, I realized I married up moment. I agreed that I would stick it out for two more months, and that during that time, I would do everything in my power to lift my idea and my company off the ground. But the funding debacle had left me terrified of the next rejection. I wanted to pursue other investors, but I felt stuck in fear that they'd all say no and my dream would die. When I looked at myself in the mirror, I saw an ambitious guy who couldn't handle rejection. I'd spent years working in a safe corporate environment and hiding from risks inside a team. I wasn't used to putting myself out there.
If I really wanted to be an entrepreneur, I needed to get better at dealing with no. Would Thomas Edison, Konosuke Matsushita, or Bill Gates have wanted to quit after only four months? No way! I had two months to improve the app and find additional investment. But I realized that I also needed to find a way to become stronger when facing rejection. I needed not just to overcome my fear of no, but to learn.